Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I have a guest that I think is probably unlike any other guest I've had on the podcast. Um, Her name is Charlotte Silverstein. She is a French-American PR specialist based in Los Angeles, California. So, We've never talked about public relations, I don't think, on this podcast, at least not as you know in-depth as we're about to with Charlotte today. And uh, she is a guru who has managed successful communication initiatives for clients covering a wide variety of industries from lifestyle to tech to publishing, from talent to hospitality, from health and wellness to food and beverage. And she created Lena Rose PR in 2017 as a safe space for the change makers and good doers of the world. Having previously worked for top PR firms in the US, both large and small, she noticed an overall lack of honesty between the PR professional and the client, as well as minimal opportunities for the everyday entrepreneur. Taking matters into her own hands, she vowed to be wholly transparent in her career and provide chances to all that share her core value, leaving the world a better place. So um, what I really loved about this this episode, you guys, was just the tangible takeaways that Charlotte very generously provided us with in terms of different ways to get your name out there. And I think that this is probably the biggest uh, thing that online business owners, and I mean, I don't even think it has to be online, but business owners in general probably struggle with, especially if you have a personal brand, is like, how do I connect with people? How do I build an audience for myself? How do I, you know, create the kind of relationship that will lead to being able to profit from that audience, you know, for the long term? And so as much as I love talking about mindset and identity and self-development and all that kind of stuff, and we do touch on a little bit of that here and there throughout this episode, I just really, really appreciate the very kind of step-by-step, simple but effective uh, tips that Charlotte provided for us within this episode, uh, especially coming from someone with as much experience as she has, just helping people get their get their passion out there, get their business out there, get their brand and their message and their offers out there to those that are looking for them. So without further ado, here's my interview with PR specialist, Charlotte Silverstein. You're listening to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a business and manifestation mentor for modern entrepreneurs who know that deep down, there's a better, smarter, and easier way to manifest the next level success they desire. On this podcast, we explore a very different approach to growing your business and income quickly, and it has nothing to do with hustling hard or discovering the perfect marketing strategy. By understanding the power of my thoughts and training myself to think in energetic alignment with the reality that I desired, I went from teacher to 20 and $30,000 months in just two years in my online business. If there's one thing I know to be true, it's that we're each vastly capable of creating hugely successful businesses that light us up and set us free. I'm here to share with you the knowledge and strategies needed to manifest the success you want. I truly believe that you can become, create, and achieve anything you desire, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. Hi, Charlotte. Welcome to The Aligned Entrepreneur. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Like I I get on these calls, these interviews, and I'm like, I just can't believe this is my job, that I get to talk to people like you (laughs) and, uh, you know, about business and about mindset and all of the things. And um, yeah, so just thanks so much for being here. And we've never had a, do you call yourself a, a PR consultant? 
Yeah, PR consultant, publicist, um, PR okay. professional. I mean, whatever works, whatever feels good. Um, some people get scared of the word publicist and prefer the word <laughs> consultant. So, you know. Um, Got it. Mm-hmm. And and do you work with – well, actually, maybe you can tell us. that I've, I've given our audience a little bit of an intro to you, but maybe you can tell us who it is – uh, sorry, what it is that you do as an entrepreneur. Of course. So um, my name is Charlotte and I am the founder of Lena Rose PR. I'm based in Los Angeles, but I have clients all over the world. And of course, modern technology these days has made it um, so wonderful to be able to connect with people from all over and of course, media from all over. So my role basically is to raise brand awareness um, for my clients. So whether they're selling physical goods or they're an entrepreneur or thought leader, um, perhaps helping other women or mental health advocates. Um, my role is basically to build brand awareness and also create that trust between you and your clients or your potential clients. And how we do that is by getting you placed in the media. Um, you know, you can land on someone's website and you see those as seen on logos that are nice and flashy. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot of what we do. And honestly, PR activities are, are so diverse. I mean, there's straightforward product placements, but then there's, you know, TV interviews, podcasts, like we're doing right now, radio, there's also events, activations. So there's so much you can do in PR. And I think our roles as publicists have really expanded even more over the past few years. And the term PR and publicity has really evolved with the involvement of um, technology as well. Right. It's really more about sort of awareness. And I love what you said about trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, trust goes a long way. And we work a lot with, um, you know, web developers and um brand consultants as well, because we want to be kind of a part of your brand from start to finish. And a lot of times, you know, I think you might be having Miranda from Moonstone Creative on as a guest as well. Um, She's incredible. I work with her and she develops, you know, your website and logos and brand direction. And then in turn with PR, we get that pushed out. Um, So it's really working hand in hand. Some people prefer to have small teams. Others have really large teams behind them. Um, But building that trust is so, so invaluable. And it really goes uh, well with my message on here, which is like the aligned entrepreneur. You know, it's authenticity. It's things that feel good to you. It's not salesy, you know, (laughs) uh, tactics. Yeah. So I want to know a little bit before we kind of dive in what your background is and how you got into what you're doing, what the evolution of your business has looked like. Of course. So, you know, (laughs) I don't know. In high school, we were always asked, what do you want to do when you're older? And I really, truly didn't know. I was all over the place. I wanted to be a marine biologist. I wanted to be a ballet dancer. I wanted to be an interior designer. And I sat down with our incredible guidance counselor, who I still am in contact with today. And she was like, you know, it really sounds like you're a people person. And I really would love for you to explore the world of PR. And I was like, I don't even know what this is. Um, and she kind of walked me through it. And through PR, I'm able to work with all these different industries, right? So I kind of am able to further my education on a bunch of different topics that I'm really passionate about and push them out there without having to be, you know, have a degree in science for marine biology or a degree in design for interior design. 
Um, and so it really started off in high school. And then I got my college degree in PR and advertising um, in Orange County, California. And then we were so close to Los Angeles and the entertainment industry that I did a ton of PR internships um, in the entertainment world with celebrities and film um, and jumped right in after college graduation. Um, And I will say this, the entertainment world from the outside looks very glitzy and glamorous. On the inside, it is actually pretty abusive. Um, It's it's not what it seems. Um, Mm -hmm. I got tired of it really quickly. I knew it wasn't for me. Um, you know, my clients were wonderful, but I was just like, you know, I, I don't feel like this is, this doesn't feel right. Right. It didn't feel aligned. Um, and so finally, you know, the firm I was at, they had other teams in fashion and entrepreneurship, um, clients in food and beverage. And I jumped in and helped whenever I could on those teams. And I was like, you know what, this is resonating a lot more because I'm working with everyday entrepreneurs, um, or kind of people I can relate to their products I can relate to. Um, and finally about four years ago, I was like, you know what? I want total control over who I'm working with, what messages I'm putting out there. And I want to create opportunities for people like myself, um, just the everyday person who might not have that massive PR budget. Um, so four years ago I started my own company and here we are basically, (laughs) I love it. Um, and I really resonate with what you said about just not wanting to do things, you know, for anybody else. Um, and I, I'm interested to talk to you about, because I feel like when it comes to PR, for entrepreneurs especially, I think it probably feels almost like out of reach, mm-hmm. per se, to get sort of public exposure, or it feels like something you need to like, you know, you need to have a certain level of popularity first before you're going to get some of those bigger, flashier icons on your homepage, so to speak. <laughs> um, and so how, what is the process like if someone comes to you and says, okay, I'm, you know, this is the kind of business that I, that I have. What are your first steps for them to take? How do you get them that exposure? Right. So there's a few different options. You know, we'll do uh, an intro call. I will kind of um, come up with a a mini strategy and get that over to the client. Um, And everyone's going to have a different strategy, but you have to start somewhere. And I've built these relationships with media over years and years and years of experience, right? So if I land in someone's inbox, say at Forbes, that I know really well, that I've been working with forever, no matter who the client is, I know they're going to open my email and give me feedback and you know say yes or no. Um, I don't think anyone is too big or too small to start somewhere. And there are opportunities that you can take on your own as well. You know, there's a couple websites that offer free interviews for entrepreneurs just so you can start building your links um, and showing proof that, you know, you're out there and that you're active and participating. Um, right. Go ahead. What are what are those uh, websites? <laughs> so there's for a few different out. ones. Um, there's yeah. one that's kind of new called BillionSuccess.com, I believe. Um, and you can just submit your own interview. Everyone gets asked the same questions. You can complete the interview in your own time and you upload it. And they just want to feature the everyday entrepreneur. Um, they also feature cool. authors. And then there's another amazing one called Authority Magazine, which is hosted on medium.com. 
Um, so that one is a little bit more of a process. You have to pitch yourself to the editor, but the editor is amazing. His name is Yitzi and he responds pretty much to everyone and gives everyone the opportunity, um, to, you know, get featured. Um, so there's a little bit, there's some actions that you can take on your own just to kind of start building your own links. Um, and then from there, you know, your PR person can utilize those links to go out to bigger outlets like the Forbes, the Well and Goods, the Mind Body Greens. Um, but I would really, really, really recommend, you know, just because you're just starting out does not mean that you can't go out there and get PR for yourself. Um, and also pitching yourself to podcasts and, you know, even your local newspaper, local news loves local success stories. Uh, those are such good, like tangible steps people can take. And, uh, yeah. So thank you so much for sharing those. Is there like a aspect of, you know, how you helping your clients that is more mindset wise, or is that not something you, you know, it it varies, right? Some clients, um, you know, I've run into some clients who really just want to push their product out there and don't want to be the face of the brand. And I think that's really just kind of putting a step backwards, right? People want to know the story behind the brand. Um, even if you are selling a physical product or they want to know the story behind it. So I think it's really, if you're getting into PR, put, getting yourself into that right mindset of, okay, I'm ready to become the spokesperson of the company. Or if you don't want to do it personally, having someone ready to go on your team that can do that for you. Um, gotcha. and just, you know, being open-minded to opportunities. Um, some clients are kind of closed off to a variety of different angles or might be afraid to share maybe a mental health struggle they went through or a financial struggle they went through. Um, just kind of opening your mind to the fact that, you know, everyone's super relatable and making yourself out there, pushing the relatability, people will connect with your brand. Um, so getting over that that mental block of I might be afraid to share this story or, um, you know, I don't even want to share my story or be the face of the company. Um, I think that just sets you back a lot. So do you have, um, you know, tips for someone who's kind of, especially in the online space, because a lot of people that listen to this episode, mm-hmm. or sorry, this uh, podcast are, you know, coaches or content creators or, you know, something of the like. Uh, but no matter what, these days, a lot of business is done online, even if it's like a brick and mortar kind of store. Right. So where do you recommend people get started when it comes to either their, you know, social media presence or their website? Uh, what are the kind of the key things that you look for? So it's really interesting you bring this up. Um, I was just doing a series with Moonstone Creative actually on our Instagrams, kind of sharing tips on how to get started. And we really recommend even just for a brand at the beginning, you don't need to invest a ton of money on those super fancy logos or a ton of money on a super elaborate website. Everything needs to align with your energy, your mindset, whatever coaching service or product you're, you're um, providing. Um, and then 
you know, kind of testing the waters a little bit at first, making sure it's resonating with your key audience. And then from there deciding, okay, now I'm ready to put all the money into the super elaborate website. Um, I think in the beginning, it's a little bit of trial and error and seeing what's resonating with you, but also your audience and making those tweaks before spending all that money and then having to go back and make major, major changes to a website you already spent so much money on. Um, Same goes for social media, but I think, um, you know, a lot of people tend to want to work with, you know, a bunch of different freelancers, which is awesome. And just making sure that your team is kind of all on the same page of this is the brand message and this is how we're getting it out there, whether you have a social media manager or you're doing it for yourself. Um, But I would really recommend kind of having a team ready to go, um, whether they're big or small. So everyone's communicating and everything's aligned with your brand messaging. Um, if that makes sense. And two, totally on the PR end, you know, I'm having editors come look at your website. So if it's not up to par, I won't feel comfortable sending editors to your website and they'll be like, Charlotte, why, what am I even looking at? It's, it's a mess. I don't know what this coach is telling me to do or what, programs are offering. It's too confusing. So before I fully launch into pitching a client, I want to make sure everything's kind of set and ready to go. Gotcha. So I want to ask you actually about when you say brand messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What does that mean? I know it will depend so much on on the different industries that people are in, but do you have sort of like, I don't know, like a foundation or like tiers that you walk people through in terms of how to develop their brand messaging and what it, what should encompass that? Right. It's really, like you said, a case-by-case basis. Um, but we want to know exactly, for example, if we're talking about an online coach, like who your program is for, you know, who is your audience? How much money do they make? Where, where do they live? What are their daily activities? Um, really deep diving on your target audience. From there, we can develop your brand message a little bit further Um, especially when we're talking price points, you know, different price points are not going to be a fit. For example, you know, something that's really, really expensive might be a fit for a Vogue.com versus something a little less, more affordable will be like a cosmopolitan.com, right? So it also helps me figure out where to pitch you, what your audience is reading, where they're getting their information, what podcasts they're listening to. Um, Right. So it's really, really a case-by-case basis, but having that information from there, we can develop your brand messaging and then your target outlets, your target audience, that sort of thing. Gotcha. So you're not, you know, spending a lot of time putting your face out into the, in front of the wrong people. Exactly. It can be, it can be a big waste of time and um, we don't need to do that. And really figuring out exactly where where your audience or customers are getting their information, what you know, social media handles are they following, what do they do day to day, are they f- p- physically picking up a magazine or are they reading it online, that sort of thing. Right, right. So you spoke early on about building trust through PR, and which I love because I believe like trust and connection and you talked about vulnerability, like all of that to me is what has made my business successful because I'm people know who I am and what I'm about and how I show up for them. And I have a lot of repeat clients. Um, but on the PR front, what does that look like and or mean 
when it comes to helping your clients? Right. So it can kind of look different for each client. But for example, again, say you're a coach selling a program, we would want a member of the media to go through your program, right? And for example, this editor will go through your program or, you know, one-on-one coaching service, and then we'll write a review of his or her experience. Um, that review in itself, we know it's vetted by a third party source, right? This isn't paid. We're not paying the editor to do this. This isn't a paid ad. Um, this is earned media versus a paid advertisement, which anyone can do and go buy Google ads, Facebook ads, an ad on TV. Um, you're, you're getting vetted by a credible third party source that isn't being paid to write about you. It's because they genuinely loved the program they just took and they write a rave review about it. That's already in itself slowly starting to build trust. Um, So that's one way you can do that is just get really incredible reviews. You know, for example, these are the top 10 coaching programs Forbes magazine recommends, you know, and if you're featured on there, I mean, that's just that, that, right. that blows it out of the park. Um, but then there's also ways to build yourself up as a thought leader. So being quoted as an expert in your field in a variety of different magazines, or perhaps you're out there writing op-eds, um, making you feel relatable, but also positioning you as an expert. For positioning you, positioning you as an expert, we know that you're a trusted, credible source and you know what you're talking about. Um, so those are kind of two main ways that we can kind of start to build trust out there. Um, and then, you know, so many businesses want to pay influencers to, you know, talk about a coaching program or a product, but what's really been working recently, and maybe you've noticed, noticed this too, is working with those micro influencers that are genuinely really interested in the product or the program that they're about to take. So um, also, if you want to incorporate the social media element, the micro-influencer world is something that's really, really hot right now and a hot topic. What what constitutes a micro influencer? I know it's because like they just they're way more connected to their audience a lot of the time, and they're often quite niche. Is that correct? Yeah, they're very niche, and they really don't have that many followers. You know, typically yeah. even under ten k, sometimes under eight or five k. Um, so really, just you know, they're really really in tune with their audience, and they know what their audience is all about, right. and. Um, they genuinely, you know, not to say that macro and big influencers don't work with products that they love, but this is really a guarantee that there will be a genuine review and a genuine push um, because it's right. a product or a program they believe in. Um, and it's great because the everyday person can kind of do it and it's just so much more relatable. And I feel like, you know, if my friend is telling me, you have to take this amazing program this coach has put out there versus, you know, a huge influencer that I don't know, um, it, it makes a big difference. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so coming back to your, your business for a minute, a lot of mm-hmm. what we talk about on this podcast is, you know, the alignment side of things, which means a whole host of different things. And, and I think it varies from person to person as well. And for like, looking back at your, um, business growth journey, is there a role that sort of your 
I don't know if you want to call it spirituality or it means different things to different people, but like honoring your journey, Mm -hmm. is there a role that like your mindset has played or perhaps there's different things that you do in terms of manifestation or energy, or maybe it's just the way that you approach the actions that you take and the people that you connect with from a, you know, just an intuitive perspective. Does any of that resonate for you in your journey? So I think I touched on this maybe a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, but working with clients that I believe in and that I resonate with. Right. Um, So, you know, when you're working for someone else, you're just told, okay, you have to work on this account. This is your client or these are your clients for the year. Um, And that just didn't resonate with me. I wanted to work with people that I believed in or products that I believe in. And a lot of those are vegan and sustainable or women, Mm. especially entrepreneurs, um, or they're pushing, you know, an amazing organization that I believe in because as a publicist, you're essentially telling, you know, you're creating the news, you're working with the media to create news, to tell people what decisions to make, what purchases to make, um, decision-making. So it just didn't sit right with me to work with clients that I didn't feel aligned with. And now, um, I kind of have a pretty rigorous vetting process that I go through in my mind when I get either an incoming inquiry of a potential client or when I'm researching potential clients to reach out to. Um, right. It just, it just has to resonate and be aligned with my values. Um, you know, I'm telling people to buy, you know, different products and they have to align with doing good. That's my big, big, big part. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I, I help people obviously create online courses and programs. And my number one thing is like, have it be something that you just feel like the world truly needs because Mm. the energy behind that, even if you take all the same action, like people are going to feel that and it's going to be easier for you to take action. So I'm sure for you, when you're like, you probably really have a true desire to help your clients get their message or their product or their service out to more people because you believe it'll help them. A hundred percent. It makes a huge difference. And I can even feel it in my energy levels. You know, sometimes I'll work with, you know, a client that I initially think was aligned and then I realize isn't and I have regrets, Um, but I can definitely feel it in the energy I put towards my work. That's why, you know, I really, really try to do as much research and and inner reflecting as possible before, you know, signing someone on um, just to make sure everything is super well aligned and, you know, that they love their business as well and that um, they have a great vision for the future, et cetera. It just makes a difference. It really does. Because if someone's just in it, you know, hoping to make money as quickly as possible, I mean, it just doesn't work. Exactly. And I will say with publicity, you need so much patience, Um, not only as the publicist pitching the client, but the client needs patience as well in terms of seeing results. Um, And that's something I was having a conversation with someone earlier. You know, people always ask, what's the return on investment look like in PR? And it's really, really difficult to describe because it's not like a paid ad where you can see how many clicks and purchases were made, right? We're talking about building trust, raising awareness and credibility. Um, And PR can be used in so many different ways. You know, if down the line you want to sell your company, you can show proof of publicity and all the buzz you've gotten. Um, or sometimes, you know, you can link to say you do an amazing three minute TV appearance and right afterwards you get a ton of sales. So you can link it that way, but, um, patience and publicity is so key. 
It's really more about, I mean, I even say this to clients about using Facebook ads, but especially I think with PR, it needs to be seen as a long-term investment, Mm -hmm. not like a get-rich-quick scheme, right? Like you're investing in connections with people. You're investing in the just level of trust people have with your brand. You're investing in awareness and getting your face out there. So I'm sure you probably, you know, see people come in who they really are just trying to make as much money as quickly as possible. And it really doesn't work. And it really, it all needs to be seen, like, especially in my industry online, because there are so many people making a lot of money. I think a lot of people come into it with like, I'm just going to do this thing and then I'm going to make lots of money. And they're not viewing it as like a career, you know, like this is a thing that you're building. It takes energy. It takes love. It takes commitment. So like, I'm sure that you're aligning yourself with brands who really get that. And it really is their souls offering to the world, so to speak, a lot of the time, right? And you're just helping them to create awareness around that. 100%. And I love that you said, you know, it's an investment. You're investing in yourself and ultimately it does end up paying for itself down the line. You know, at the beginning, it might be a really big chunk, you know, of physical money, you know, investing in yourself, but it really, really does end up paying it for itself over time with, with that brand awareness and you will gain new customers out of it 100%. Um, but I will say, you know, just not to confuse PR with, you know, marketing emails or sales emails, that sort of thing, because that can tend to happen. And I'm, I mean, as publicists, we do our best, best, best efforts to educate current and future clients um, on what that looks like. But that's a really big point of confusion as well. Their clients will be like, well, where, where are the big sales numbers? And, you know, that's why I'm talking about building out your team. You should have, you know, a sales team behind you if you can, or a marketing email team behind you. Or if it's you and you're just a one woman show, amazing. Um, just know that PR is just one component of the big picture. Yes, exactly. And would you say that it's really more about sort of relationship building rather than like lead obtaining? Oh, completely, completely. Yes. Um, I know that's you, not the proper PR term, but no. you know what I mean. <laughs> I get what lead you mean. Obtaining. Yeah. And I mean, I will say, for example, I have this incredible client um, called Moon Cycle Bakery and we got her a few placements in the beginning with this one editor. And, um, you know, now four years later, I know this editor will still continuously write about her because we've established that amazing relationship between the two. Right. Um, so it's not just a one and done sort of thing. I mean, you know, people will do maybe a three-month PR push and then sit on it for a little bit and do another maybe five-month PR push. But maintaining those relationships in between is so important. Yeah. So maybe we can talk about that a little bit in terms of relationships in business Mm -hmm. and how PR can really help with that and perhaps helping people to come from, because even for me, if I'm using paid ads, the intention is to connect with people, right? Like the ad just gives them a little bit of awareness for me uh, or about me. And then it's my job to say, okay, now you're in my audience. Here's how I'm going to contribute to you. Here's how I'm going to show up for you, because I know that all of that is an investment. You know, it, it really is about the relationships, I think, um, 
but I would, I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Exactly. And two, you touched on something really important, you know, the ad or the PR hit or the media hit can get someone to your website, but then is your website or page set up for the next action step? You know, what are they getting out of it? So making sure that your landing page is set up to build and establish that relationship um, with your, you know, new customer or potential client. But in terms of business relationships, I will say, you know, um, one PR activity that's super important, I would say, is, you know, events or being a panelist or participating in Q&As. Um, so really establishing those one-on-one relationships with the media. Um, and then in turn, you know, if we're returning a little bit to in-person events, um, doing that in-person networking is really invaluable. You just never know who's in the room. Um, and in turn, also, it doing part of publicity is submitting yourself to business awards or entrepreneurial awards or financial awards. Um, and so that also creates that trust within your customer base, but also in business relationships. I would anticipate that, um, or I'd imagine that for you, when someone decides to work with you, not only are they obviously paying for your expertise, but also the relationships that you've invested in over the years. Exactly. And relationships and PR are everything. I cannot stress that enough. Um, And there have been instances where certain clients might put my relationships in jeopardy. And that's something I just, I can't have, um, you know, or, you know, they might be not be aware of the proper PR protocols. You know, for example, they'll, they'll DM a reporter on the side and being like, Hey, why aren't you answering my publicist? And it's just so inappropriate. I, they'll email me saying, why is your client, you know, reaching out behind your back. Um, And it puts my relationships in jeopardy that I've worked so hard to build and establish over the years. Um, You know, if media reach out to me for a last minute quote, they know immediately I have XYZ clients on hand ready to go to provide a quote for a breaking news story. Or, you know, hey, this product sample fell through. Do you have someone that can replace it quickly? You know, they just, they know me and they know that's how I work. Um, So, it's just so important to maintain those relationships. And I wouldn't say wine and dine because that's not what it is, but just, you know, showing up for people. They have jobs to do and we're helping them do their jobs. Yeah. And having it come from a place of, you know, authenticity where like, yeah, it's an investment in your business, but like, you're not, you're not like, showing face for someone for the sake of having them benefit your business. Like it's more than that, right? It's like, I genuinely desire to connect with you and build a relationship with you and it will benefit both of us. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, you know, a two way street. So we just have to maintain that, that level of relationship. And, you know, even if it's a, a person, for example, say it's a really intense tech trade magazine, I haven't talked to the editor in years, but I've still, you know, worked really hard to establish that relationship in the beginning and they can look back at their past emails and see they had a good experience. So clients do benefit from um, relationships as well. And I will say, you know, PR is all about relationships, but it is also about, you know, storytelling and creating, again, like we were talking about your brand story. Right. So, um, uh, sorry, I had a question lined up there and then I (laughs) got distracted. Um, so where, if, if someone wanted to get started with, let's say someone in the online space 
and maybe they're new to their business or maybe they're just wanting to, um, you know, start gaining a little bit of traction with PR and, and creating these connections and relationships. Do you have, you know, a couple of tips for people getting started? And perhaps that is hiring someone, perhaps that's, you know, reaching out. But, but if someone had limited time and wanted the most sort of bang for their time in, investment or money investment, mm-hmm. what would be your like sort of top one or two things that you might tell them to do? I know this is kind of maybe considered old school at this time, but really don't be afraid to tag the outlets and social media. You know, the social Mm. media person is still paying attention um, and can recommend the products to the editors or the course or what have whatever you have to offer. Um, It still does work and it's something quick and easy you can do. Um, But like you said, if you do have the budget to hire a PR person, it is so incredibly time consuming. Um, It'll take a lot off of your plate. Um, but if you're not ready to make the full investment, you know, I do offer packages of consulting calls. So it'll be tips of things you can implement on your own. Um, but you, again, do have to have the time to research and find the right contact information, find the right editors that are aligned with what you're selling or pushing or what you have to offer. Right. You're not going to go and reach out to the auto editor when when you're selling cookies. Um, so <laughs> it's just really a lot of time and research and and knowing where to look. Um, right. And you know you can do some quick research on your own, and typically you might be able to find someone's email address or phone number. Um, but just being really aware that you know the the opening rate of email that they're going to open a PR person's email that they know versus you cold reaching out, the odds are they're going to answer the PR person. Um, That's just the reality of it. But I really, really encourage continuing to, you know, tag people on social media. LinkedIn is still great. I know some clients are having great success on LinkedIn. Um, and then if you're a speaker or a coach that's comfortable with speaking, submit yourself to speaking opportunities and panels on your own. That's something you can do that'll really start to establish that credibility and trust. Mm. Awesome. Thank you so much. Where can people connect with you online? And I know you've, you've talked about a couple different packages, but what does it look like to work with you? Yeah. So anyone can reach out at lenarosepr.com. That's L-E-N-A rosepr.com. So yeah, variety of packages. The one I always recommend is media relations. It's a three-month contract minimum. Um, I will say most PR firms try to lock you into a year contract. And I just don't, don't believe in that, especially for the type of entrepreneurs I like to work with. That's just not realistic, Mm -hmm. right? So I try to do three months. Um, it gets really, gets really, really far, right? We get you so in such a good position. Um, otherwise, you know, we can do packages of consulting calls. We offer one-off um, influencer relations as well or events. Um, so just definitely feel free to reach out and everyone's package is probably going to look a little different depending on if they're just starting out, if they need an extra boost, if they've kind of lost momentum, everything will look different and everything is super custom tailored to what you're doing. Amazing. Are you on? Yeah. Sorry. Did you mention Instagram there? Oh yeah. It's um, at Lena Rose PR. So same thing. Yeah. And um, I will say too, just one last little tidbit. I was, I was so against it before, but I would recommend getting on TikTok. I can't believe I'm saying (laughs) those words, but everyone should get on TikTok. Um, I really recommend it. 
Why is that? Um, so it's actually really interesting. You know, it started off as an app for a kind of younger folk, but now um, there are older generations on it or your current client is probably on there. And there's some really amazing educational accounts, right? So if you're a coach with uh, amazing programs or tips, there are really amazing coaches on there um, giving out free educational tidbits and also um, linking to their courses and programs. Um, and I really, really recommend checking it out. Um, once you figure out the video formula that works for you, you just keep repeating it. And it's a really great lead generator, which is um, something I thought I would never say. But it's, it's really <laughs> blowing up businesses overnight and getting um, a lot of good traction. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for all the just really like tangible, valuable tips that you gave here today. Because I know that in business, like a lot of the time, just ha- knowing some of the how, knowing some of the actions to take, knowing some of the things that are going to help propel us forward can be everything in having us feel in alignment with where we're going and believing in our success and all that kind of stuff. So I just really appreciate your time and expertise. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. And I know PR can sound really daunting, but once you get in it, it's it's really fun and it's it's so worth it for any type of business. So thank you so much for having me, Lauren. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Charlotte. Bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or you got value from it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it on your Instagram stories and give the podcast a five-star review, which helps me to get this message out into the ears and the hearts of those who can benefit from it. And I'll see you guys next episode.